Welcome back. It's 1245. This is the WJBC Ag Hour. I'm Mark Strauss, the TV guy on the radio, and uh, we're joined in studio by our friend Don Meyer. He's a broker and auctioneer for Lee Realty in Bloomington, but he visits us every once in a while to talk about ag history. In this case, he's not here for ag history. He's here as a representative of the McLean County Farm Bureau to host the Farm to Table segment. Don, welcome back. Good to be here, as usual, Mark. Now, you're going to answer the question, and it's a very simple question. We've got all this great farmland here in central Illinois, McLean County, Livingston County, you name it. And uh, mostly what you see on it is corn and beans. Why not potatoes? We could do potatoes, but what's most efficient for the markets and what's efficient in terms of financials for the farmer are corn and soybeans. And we grow number two yellow corn, which is not the same as sweet corn. A lot of folks don't understand that. And sometimes the farmers confuse us because they put their farm stand right beside the field, but that's not technically what most of the corn is. And, of course, the soybeans aren't green beans or lima beans like, like we eat in the, from the store. Now, you, over at the McLean County Museum of History are uh, producing a video, or maybe you already have produced yes, it, it's up. Yes, which explains why corn and soybeans are our main crops, right? That's correct. It's about a five-minute uh, video that we thought was important. It's actually in the Grain Bin Theater, which is kind of a fun uh, part of the museum display. But the bottom line is it's a common question I've gotten over many years of doing programs for consumers, uh, for the public. You know, why do we just grow corn and beans? Are there not other crops we could grow? And the answer is yes, but who's going to buy the crops? And how do we get those crops processed? And so over time, you know, farmers have have become more specialized because the markets have evolved, and and we are very, very well positioned here in McLean County. Not only do we have wonderful soils, but we also have good uh, railroad and highway access uh, to deliver those uh, those crops either to places like ADM for, for producing ethanol or we are very close to the rivers, uh, as most of central Illinois is, and the rivers are really amazing as far as the volume of grain that can be moved down the river to the Gulf uh, area, loaded onto a larger ship and shipped virtually anywhere in the world in a couple of weeks. So we really are an export market. I tease my students at ISU um, when we talk about the fact, you know, we're, we're, I, I, I try, try to slip it right past them and say, you know, it's because we're a coastal state, right? And of course, the students aren't really listening. They're shaking their heads saying, oh, yeah, it's a coastal state. And then finally, somebody says, wait a minute, what are you talking about, old, old instructor? That We're not a coastal state at all. And, and we have to talk about the river system. And so much uh, floats up and down that river that makes a big part of our, our uh, economic uh, progress. Yes, it does. And uh, But it, some people may ask the question, why not grow more organics? Yes, and that's a common question as well. People are looking for organics sometimes. And the challenge with organics, especially in Illinois, is the fact that our farms are mostly rented in McLean County and, and in central Illinois. In fact, most of Illinois, about 60 or more percent excuse me, of the farms are rented. In other states, the farmers own a greater percentage of their land. To become certified organic, it takes three years of, of removing yourself from the products that are, that are considered non-organic. And if you're under a one-year farm lease, it's difficult to, to have that security. If I'm going to reduce my yields, perhaps by growing organic produce, I don't have control of my destiny after two years. And the fact that we have so many farms that have been owned in families for over 100 years, we have smaller farm parcels, and there's a risk of drift and that kind of thing as well. So, again, it comes back to why, why are we doing what we do today 
And from the farmer's standpoint, it's the most financially efficient uh, two crops to grow. Uh, we know we can grow pumpkins in the Morton area. There's a few pumpkins that sometimes get over in this area, but it's because they have a market close by. There are lots of other crops we could grow uh, that, that would be suited to us, but certainly you have to have the processing or you have to have the, the demand there for those crops. And our location and our access to rivers and highways and railroads really have what led us to, to uh, number two yellow corn and, and soybeans, both of which are feeding animals that may not even be housed here in Illinois. They may be somewhere across the U.S. or around the world. So we're literally feeding uh, the, the milk, meat, and egg supply uh, for much of the United States. How much has the advent of uh, ethanol and biofuels sort of cemented what goes on here? You know, uh, e- even pushed it further. It really has it do, has done that, Mark. That's a great point. You know, the fact that we, we have ethanol as a, uh, as a primary use of our corn uh, product, about 30% of our corn used for ethanol, 50% used for livestock feed. That's a big part of it, although we don't have as much ethanol in this area as they do perhaps in Iowa or Minnesota because they don't have as good of access to the rivers. They're, usually we saw most of the ethanol plants being built where the margins were the basis. So when you hear the, uh, the, the Bates Commodities Report, they're talking Chicago prices. There's a difference between the local price and the Chicago price. And where we saw the ethanol plants being built in earnest were where that basis was very wide and there wasn't as much demand locally. And so we haven't had as much ethanol activity. We have a, a plant at Gibson City and certainly Decatur, et cetera, uh, but not as much as, as other parts of, of the Midwest. But still, those other parts of the Midwest you talk about that are growing more corn, or soybeans for biofuels, or for ethanol, uh, because they're doing that, that creates a bigger demand here That's right. for corn, for livestock, for just for us to eat. That is exactly right. And I think, you know, over my lifetime, it's been fascinating to realize how the world literally dictates what goes on in the grain markets here in central Illinois. Uh, the fact that we are such a player and, and this whole the whole business fits together like a jigsaw puzzle in terms of demand and consumers and, and what's happening around in other countries around the world. When Japan had the tsunami, that affected the grain prices in central Illinois. And, and I think that's the part that I think most folks who are not directly connected to, agri- to agriculture realize the impact of what happens uh, outside of, of this area certainly does impact the farming in McLean County. How about irrigation? What does that factor into when it comes to uh, what we grow here? Irrigation could be a big factor for us in McLean County. We have probably about six or eight farms in McLean County with irrigation. Those are located generally along the southern tier uh, where the Muhammad Aquifer uh, tra- travels from east to west uh, underground. Of course, Bloomington Normal are looking at that aquifer as a future, you know, present and future water source uh, for, for consumers as well. But you see over in Mason County, Fulton County, Tazewell County, a lot more irrigation because they are squarely located on top of that aquifer, and it's also very shallow in that area. So it's fairly easy for those to th- those folks to pump that irrigation. They are growing a variety of crops that we don't grow here. We call it the Napa Valley of the Midwest. They can grow cucumbers. They can grow produce, cantaloupe, because those, those uh, crops have available to them the, the, the irrigation. A lot of seed corn has also now shifted over in that area because the seed corn companies want, want to make sure they can minimize their risk of not getting rainfall. All right. Uh, you're going to be back here on Tuesday. We I have hope a, so. We, yes. ha- we have another uh, McLean County Ag History segment all lined up with Don, who does a fantastic job with those. And if you ever want to hear those, we've got them podcasted online, and uh, we post them on Facebook. 
and it's a great way to learn about the history of agriculture here in McLean County, all different facets of it, and I've learned a lot just by having Don on on those segments. But today, we thank him for coming in and hosting our Farm to Table segment from the McLean County Farm Bureau. Thank you, Mark.